Hey everybody, it's Shannon with Everything's Hunky Dory, and today we are welcoming back Giorgio Takanakis from Yes, hi, host of Giorgio Says and TikTok like mastermind. Okay, you're really painting like a clear picture of what I need to be doing. I'm just not sure I can execute on your level. But Giorgio's podcast, his TikTok is like everything inspirational for anybody who's out there with Bravo, con- just pop culture in general, really. Um, so say hi. Hi. Uh, You're like way too, uh, too uh, nice with the TikTok mastermind. It really is just, um, it's all within the app and I'm just more organized. I think that's the only thing I have ahead no, of No, you're like really good at it. Like your edits, that's what I get so intimidated by is the fucking editing. I'm just like, what because I seriously like editing a podcast I can't even do it myself I have not do it it's even on iMovie I'm still struggle busing over here like I told you me and technology girl okay we I told you 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 are not relying on Matt's busy schedule to get your audio edited ma'am it is literally you need we need to like we need to okay we need to for real have like a zoom call and we're gonna do a presentation and i'm gonna walk you through the main points so that you get a handle on this because you my dear are gonna have these episodes back to back and you're not gonna be waiting around on matt to get off work to come home and edit it Oh, honey, no, we do this after the gym, after our 4 a.m. gym session. I, like, work him to death. Bless his heart. Like, poor thing. I can't imagine what it's like being in a relationship with me sometimes. (laughs) I try to think about that sometimes. It just doesn't work. It doesn't. I'm like, like, you almost feel sorry. You're like, I'm so sorry. Like, I love, I know I'm a great person, but I also know that, like, I'm a fucking lot. And. Oh, totally. Like, yeah. I'm speaking for myself, totally. I, it's, it, like, especially with the technology curve, for me, I don't know, like, I'm a, like, I'm an older person at heart, not to be ageist about technology, but, like, let's be real, that's, that's the case. But I'm trying, so, like, you really should just book a little flight down here, you know? It's about to I get need cold. to come down there anyway, I just, I've been, like, I don't know, I'm honestly, like, with everything that's been going on. I just keep like being like, man, I gotta get away. We've been like talking about it. And I'm just like, I don't even care. Like, just not Baltimore, but like so you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just no, need I get to it. get like away, away. Yep. But luckily we're going to Mexico at the end of December for Ooh, like love that. Yes. Yes. It's Where in hopefully Mexico? if nothing changes with like COVID and stuff. Oh my so. god, obviously. Where in Mexico? So normally what we've done in the past before pandemic was every year we went to Puerto Vallarta for like 10 or 11 days because we, I don't know, we, we started going there like hmm, early on in our relationship. So it kind of became a thing that over the new years, we would always spend it there and then stay like a week after, but this time we're, we're going to go to Puerto Vallarta, but we're going to go to Mexico city for a couple of days. And then go to Puerto Vallarta. So did you, did you happen to see since we're, I mean, you guys, if you don't know, um, Georgie and I have been like very close friends for almost 20 years. So like, we're just having a little kiki before we get into like the, you know, meat and potatoes. 
But did you see that Istvan is leaving the UK and moving to Mexico on sabbatical for like at least six months? And I think he's actually moving in December. So like maybe you guys could have like a little Kiki in Mexico. That'd be really cute. Yeah, that'd be great. I just don't think we're on speaking terms. Okay, so maybe we'll work on that. I am yeah, so no, no, no. Listen, honestly, if I can touch on this because I like, yeah. I'm not doing this to 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 make a point. I just. I understand a lot of my friendships grew apart just because people don't see your vision the same way that you see it and they don't support you the way that you would want a friend to support you. It's more of a judgment thing and it caused like a rift in some of your friendships, I think. Well, actually with some, like with Istvan, it was more of like, I think we just kind of we grew apart, but like not in a negative way. Like, I don't feel like I did him dirty where like right. our friendship and then we moved on it was just kind of like a, I was in a relationship so I feel like my relationship kind of started to supersede my time with yeah. going out and friends and so I think because there was also some in in like the beginning there was some issues with some of my friends and Jeff that it kind of created a really tense situation so I think a lot of my friends were turned off by my behavior and looking back on it I think well I know I mishandled communication right I wasn't good at communicating with people because it was I was overwhelmed with things I would shut off and just focus on him rather than let them know like I'm just dealing like I'm overwhelmed or whatever have you so I think that in those situations like my bad you know what I mean but neither party has ever gotten to a point where we've un like unfollowed someone right and it wasn't until I went on his page that it was like clear that he wasn't following me oh so then it was just like oh well I don't know but I think a lot of it to your earlier point is with with Istvan I think it could have been the content I think I was starting to go in a direction where I was putting myself out there and he may have thought I'm not saying this is fact but I think it may have come across as if it was just kind of like same old, same old to him. Like, gotcha. oh, you're doing this kind of thing. Gotcha. Oh, are, you, are we doing this now? Like right. kind of that is my impression. Like, I don't know if that's really what it was. I, I could have pissed him off some other way and don't know. But I feel like he would have said something. Yeah, and I feel to either to you or to me, and I haven't heard, you know, I've never or heard someone because that. I talked to Luke. Oh my God, I'm just dragging all my dirt. I know. Episode. <laughs> all the girls. Um, hi, here are my big brown nipples. <laughs> no, um, I was talking to Luke about it because I was just like, I just asked, I was like, did I like just making sure because he right. still talks to Isma, and it's like, you know, did I piss girl off? Like, right. mm, like not that I, not that oh, I, it's, I, I think it was just him. an organ, it was like one of those things that was just like he quietly unfollowed, he must have just had enough. Because I think he's in a different place in his life and yeah. the way his lifestyle yeah, is no. and all that stuff. So I agree. And also, I think that sometimes, you know, like when we get older, um, you just like outgrow some people or like your pet, maybe not like permanently either. Like you guys just could be on your own sabbatical, like a friendship sabbatical. Like you just like right now, the pieces of the puzzle, like don't fit. And like, right. that's okay. Cause there's not, it's like you said, it's not like there's like any like dirt, you know, like you guys didn't like, 
fuck each other over or like do anything vile or you know like talk shit or you know like above and beyond anything petty like what is that haircut or like you know like because okay we all do that okay and it's well, like surfacey shit but right, not like stuff. But, as adults not so much right well who knows we could manifest this for you because i would love to see the sonic sisters in mexico city with like a little selfie that would really just mean a lot to me personally so I, was talking to, I was talking to luke though in all honesty when we were dming each other a month ago i was like we should they should have a reality show where <laughs> they put all of us back together and put oh my us God. and like because we all haven't been around each other in so long and just just put us in a house for like two weeks and film that shit it would be wild it would be so wild you want to know it's funny i don't think it would be too far like opposite of what we were doing back in like 2003 no it would go right back i feel like everything would slowly just it would be just like riding a bike you know you just get around the same people even if you haven't connected in a while but no, it was funny because I was like, oh my God, could you imagine? He was like, actually, yeah, that would actually be really good. It's that, like a but, big brother, like, yes, like a, love, a very so low fun. budget, <laughs> like a self funded, <laughs> like a very Candace Dillard parking lot music video, low budget moment. Not to Behind shoot on Candace's video because honestly, um, you know, she's. Like, as much as I'm not, a, like, a candy girl, like, I'm not a Candace, like, stan, um, mm. but was her video low budget? Yes, but also, she's a brand new independent music artist. Do we expect yes. her to come out with, like, some, um, but obviously, she's an independent artist, so she's going to have like a smaller scale production than say like Britney Spears or Jennifer Lopez or honestly like anybody who's like name that we're talking about musically. That's the thing I think people don't realize about the women on this show. Like Candace, in terms of like where she lives, right? she has a big house, but she's like not anywhere near Potomac like no isn't she in she's in PG County right yeah yeah like so so she's like further out like going towards like west yes no not west it's more like Like are you familiar with like Waldorf yeah yeah Waldorf so it's in between so it's like in the middle so it's like halfway to Waldorf but it's like there's still beautiful neighborhoods out there and like whatnot but it's just when you put things in perspective, I think like the viewers don't understand. Even the women on the show, they know. Right. They know. They know. They know and that I she, thought... None of those women have the budget to do. Listen, Wendy, these fucking candles. Let me just explain something to you. The only person on there that's gonna probably get it right is Karen. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because Karen was smart coming into this show. She didn't know what the hell kind of show was going to be, but she knew it was going to be something possibly. So she just started to figure stuff out fairly quickly. Yes. So when she launched her fragrance and it went into Bloomingdale's and they all I laughed at it. Well, so was I, but I was like, it smelling. People good. loved that. Yeah. And it did smell good. It that was the other nice. part of it. It was like, she really clearly showed that she cared about putting a product out. The retailer loved her. Yeah. So she built relationships with, different people within 
whatever scope she could find. And yes, she's going to launch a three wick candle. Right. And I also, the, the difference I think between Karen's candle line and like Wendy's candle line, you know, obviously Wendy is still, she's on her second season of Potomac. Okay. So she's still like a newer face to us. So we're still getting to know her. Karen's been around for six seasons, but I think what Karen delivers to the audience that like maybe Wendy doesn't as much yet. I'm not saying she doesn't, but like maybe not as much yet is Karen's got more magnetism. I feel like, like you're more in like the, you know, the grand dame, like she's got this whole, like she's very branded in general. Like she is a brand like Karen Huger is a brand. Wendy Osefo is maybe she's on her way to building a brand. You know, I certainly hope that she's, you know, successful in what they sold out. Did you see that? Yeah, no, no. I mean, listen, so, they did, you know. but that's my point though. It's it, there's, when you talk about branding, that's my point. Karen came on to the show with that brand. Right. And the way she talked, of- the way she acted. So it was very much from the gate, this is who she was. Wendy right. threw us for a loop. Yeah. So we're she, to your point, could figure out her brand in the next right. season or two if she sticks to some sort of interest of hers now that she's on the show. I mean, that's right. fine. I just think it's just strange to me that people are just coming up with these businesses just to try to... Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Because she didn't talk... like. And I'm not, you know, shitting on her passions or whatever, like, because for all we know, she could have been like making candles for a long ass time, but she never talked about it last season. You know, like last season, all we heard about was I have four degrees. I just had a baby and like, I'm a professor. And they're not that there's anything wrong with that. Like, those are all huge, fabulous accomplishments. And I loved hearing about them. But then it was like, oh, BT dubs, like, I also am, like, trying to be the next Martha Stewart. And it was like, wait, girl, Mm. how do you have time for all this? Like, you have three kids. They are small, small children. So, like, that's a lot. You're you're still doing Fox commentary. That's a lot. She's still teaching. That's a lot. You also have Eddie, a husband that's a lot. And now like you're doing candles, like that's a lot. And I just feel like that's kind of not that, you know, and I hate to say this because like sometimes women are, I think made to feel like they have to pick like one road and like stay in their lane and just like ride on cruise control. But I just think that she has her hand in like so many jars right now that it's kind of hard to put a brand on her just yet. You know, like, you know how like, for example, branding genius, Bethany Frankel, right? right? She started out with one thing. It was a fucking skinny margarita. That was it. Now she's got, and I know this because it's in my pantry right now. She's got jams. She's got popcorn. She's got, you know, yeah. all kinds of shit. But if she had come out of the gate with like jams and popcorns and margaritas and this, you'd be like, girl, what is your brand? Like this is right, a lot. Too- overwhelming it's right so I think that maybe if she hadn't gone from like you know Fox commentator degree doctor Wendy Asefo to like and again I'm not body shaming her because I think her titties and her ass look amazing but like 
it was a total 180 from what we saw last season. So I think that's maybe where people are having a harder time. Like, cause people mock her stuff. And then also I understand the name of her brand, but I also think she could have, I don't know, like it's either the, I don't know if it's the name so much or the fucking label. The label bothers me. There's a lot going on in that label. And as somebody whose candle business just died, rest in peace, Peridot Moon. Um, (laughs) I mean, I, I let it die. Like, could I have kept it? Yeah. But it was a money suck. Like my ROI was not even like, I was working for free. I was like laboring these candles for free. So, I mean, like, do I love it? Will I take orders from people? Sure. But it's dead. But either way, her candle label had so much going on, like on it that you couldn't focus on like what it was. I think if she just had Anya like in cursive and just that, it would be chic. It would be like, you know, like that's the thing i really i don't like these that's the that's where you know she doesn't know what her brand is yeah and and she made it busy because look let's make it look professional and like have it all designed that screams to me like you do not know what you're you're just it's a no offense because there's nothing wrong with this but like it's when you just go and you you go to like a private label and you say, I, I like this smell. I like this smell. Here's my logo. Slap that shit yeah. on there yeah. and send me a thousand, please. Right. Thanks. Exactly. That to me is a business because you have at least gone to a place that has established a formula, the wick, the burn time, all the information's there, girl. Now you can just go ahead and send me your logo and buy the minimum quantity to get your order started. And you can right. sell that shit to whoever you want. Cause I think that she got her logo on like, and like no, sh- no disrespect or shade at Fiverr because like. But she got it on the cheap. But it was, yeah, this was not like. This was some, a $5 like. Right. Like I was going to say like, I, when I had my like rebrand, because my original logo for my candles, I did it myself. And then when I did my rebrand, I paid. Um, I, I don't remember if I used, I think I used Fiverr for the original person that I got. And this woman just was not understanding my vision even though I fucking literally drew it for her on a piece of paper and like took a photo and sent it to her she was not delivering but either way it was like 150 bucks like you and I understood that my label like I am not in Bloomingdale's like I had a fucking go daddy like self-run self-created domain so I don't know I'm interested to see where Wendy's candle venture goes like if it continues on again I wish her success in everything but in talking about Wendy and you know her changes um I really like Wendy and like Matt actually like loves Wendy like Matt gets a like he really really enjoys her um I enjoy her more this season than I did last for sure But what I don't enjoy is like, so they had this little girl's trip to St. Michael's, Maryland, right? Mm -hmm. And Giselle and Robin, first of all, I didn't like at the reasonably shady party when Wendy was like, and Giselle, you can just come with your luggage. And it was- Yeah, it was a little bit. It was shady, but like, did I laugh? Obviously. Yeah. Uh, Like, of course. And- but what I didn't like was like Robin didn't really get an invite for Juan. 
there was no invite like she like kind of like loosely suggested like and Robin you can kind of like you know whatever like that situation I don't you know damn well Juan Dixon is not in the mood for this bullshit so he I don't think he would have gone invitation extended or not Juan Dixon is so I have a theory about this whole thing and the reason why he's not at the reunion and he's not at the like doesn't do these things right mm-hmm. I think they are not they're not in a place where they're really in love and getting back into a marriage situation yeah the reality is is that Robin and him both see this as a way to come out of the financial struggles that they endured together okay? and yeah. so I think Giselle knows that I think that's why Giselle doesn't come for Robin well, because they're definitely, they're for sure friends. They like, totally are, but that's my point. Giselle yeah. knows how much Robin needs this check. Yeah. Specifically now that we're in season what? Six. And they literally, they're killing it in the ratings. They week are. After week, they're like a million plus. Yeah. That's people sleep on Potomac. Like, I feel like if people would wake the fuck up and start watching Potomac, their ratings would probably be higher than Beverly Hills on a consistent basis because they deliver. It blows my mind when I talk to to people. It's like, I would say one out of every six people are like, oh, I just can't, I can't get into it. I haven't really started it. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? So it's weird because I have that same conversation with people. I'll say, you know, like when I'm trying to recruit people into our little Bravo cult because like Lindsay and Whitney are not really about this Bravo life. And I'm like, what are you bitches doing? Like, I was like, if anything, just watch Potomac. And they're like, but I don't want to have to like start over. I'm like, girls, start at season five. It doesn't matter, you haven't seen it. (laughs) I always say, I just say, I'm like, start at season five and you can just go from there because everybody, I mean, or six. No, they need to start at the beginning. Ideally, so that honestly, for me, I didn't start watching Potomac religiously until like season four because I slept on it because I and one of the reasons why I slept on it is because I grew up in the fucking DC area with you like I was like yeah 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 like it's going like I was like there's nothing to do here like because you know how like when you live in DC you shit on DC like totally I mean because you're just trying to see how they're going to make it look glamorous and you're just like where are y'all going where like bitch where that's how I felt season one watching it I still liked the dynamics and they totally got the assignment, but the locations, I was like. Yeah, it was a little like, girl, are you in Dale City? Like, no shade at Dale City. But also. Farm Cafe, like- are you guys at? Where is this place? <laughs> this, this is a Potomac. You know what I mean? But no one knew where Potomac was either. So they didn't Nobody. need to worry about it. I thought the same thing. So what I did was I started at season four finished season four and then I went back after it was done and caught up that's a good way of doing it it's like cutting it in half start in the middle work your way out and then come back and catch up and then that way if it doesn't speak to you you're not like trying to force feed it to yourself like I tried force feeding myself Vanderpump rules I can't I cannot do it Giorgio like I cannot you don't watch it I can't like I try okay so I watched season one part of season two part of season three I watched like two episodes of season four and five and then I tried what I skipped 
because it's season nine is right now, right? What? I did not know this about you. I know. A lot of people are very shocked at this development when they're like, bitch, you don't watch Vanderpump Rules? They're like, that seems like such a you show. And I'm like, I think it's because it seems like a wish.com of fucking the hills. Okay, so just, (laughs) that's hilarious that you just said that. Two things. (laughs) I never understood that that connection and I I mean obviously watched the hills but Jeff when he watched it watched a knockoff UK version of the hills <laughs> that was clearly meant to be like scripted reality oh my like God. they they got the assignment like they're like this is a reality show so we're gonna overdo every aspect and it was literally the hills but it was all UK people and then I think Stephanie from the hills oh because their sister went over yeah yeah you go be on like they booked her ass on the show because they're like oh that bitch is from the real hills we want her on this show that's so that's why and i just went off onto a side tangent here but i need to finish this when she came back full circle to do the reboot of the hills Uh uh-huh that's why she came back so bitchy and like so she was like really feeling herself she was like oh i'm a big out. star over in because she was she's huge in the uk like she's like Kristen, like cavallari lc status for like when they were on their shows how much, how much do you think spencer and heidi are like i bet you spencer is like rage meditating with crystals about the fact that his sister is like a big deal not only like she got on the Hills reboot again, you know, like that I, I watched one episode and I was like, yep, can't do this either, but she's big in the UK. So I'm sure Spencer's like rage meditating with crystals. Oh, we like with all his crystals, like, but no. So, but Jeff was like, oh my God, this is just like a more like cutthroat, like Hills, you know, like, cause but in the Hills, everyone was on Xanax or something. looking back on it because it took so long for people to have a reaction to something that was seemingly shady whereas like now we're like well let's watch Vanderpump Rules and it's like oh my god okay here we go it doesn't you don't need to be led in wait wait so you didn't even (laughs) watch I'm gonna lose my mind you didn't watch the segue from Brandy talking to Sheena Shea and then Sheena Shea getting up and ending Beverly Hills and starting Vanderpump in the same fucking breath. Okay. Did you watch that? I did only because remember Bravo forced us to watch that because they- I know. So you turned episode. it off when the kitchen yes. became about Sheena and then right. it was going into bit. So you and turned how, it off. Like, don't get me wrong. I actually kind of enjoyed season one and season two just because they were so fucking petty and like they like whined and bitched over like the stupidest, like just like the dumbest stuff ever. But since you said before we like drive the bus back to the East Coast, since you <laughs> since you said about we were talking about the hills, let's not forget the OG of running mascara is actually Lauren Conrad. Okay, Erica Jane, do you think that she had that on her vision board before? <laughs> I thought about that. I said, do you think that bitch was watching the hills one night and she saw her conversation with Audrina and was picking up tips? Like, let me do think, let me do, do this when I talk to Lauren. Kyle. Hey, Lauren, I know we're not friends, but like, can you tell me what kind of shitty mascara you were wearing this episode? Because I kind of need to replicate this like actual moment in time. XOX, EJ, kissies. Like, oh my God. It's so, so that is, that is 
<laughs> in a nutshell. However, don't feel too bad because it's been on the new season just started now. Remember, they couldn't film for two almost two yeah, years. It, it, and then they fired most of their cast for being racist. Oh, so they gosh. really had a small pool to work with to begin with, delays. And then it's back on now. And but you know what? The ratings are the same as Salt Lake City. That's why I'm really confused. Yeah, they're, they're going with say, these storylines. I I I noticed that everybody's dragging the ratings um, on like all the blogs and stuff. And I I watched the first episode, and then I tried to watch like it was like two weeks ago. So whatever that episode was, like the third one, I think. Mm-hmm. And I got like ten minutes in, and I was like, I can't do this. I like. Ariana or Ariana, however you pronounce it. I like her. I like uh what's her name? Julie. Uh or the girl with the brown hair. What the fuck is her name? Sheena. No, the one on right now. She's got like a Charlie. Rapper. Maybe that's her name. The one that like snapped at Lala. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like Lala too. Like I always she, like Lala. I like me seems, from Lala though. She's she spicy. Like she's tempered, honest. Yeah, yeah. She's a hot tempered little thing, and like it's good TV, right? Um, well, also, but, I just am like I could see me raging with her. Yeah. And being sure. like, "Fuck this bitch!" Like right, she yeah, would like, get you to that. <laughs> like she would pull that out of me really fast. That I try to subdue that part of myself. Like she'd bring it out of me, so I would only be able to hang out with Lala once a month. Right, yeah. I feel yeah. that way about a lot of yeah. people. Like, I look, like, housewife-wise, whenever I'm, like, picking, like, who it's I like, I got a lot of shit going on every year. Yeah. I I, I'm like, you seem really emotionally draining. Um, This would be, like, if we were friends, I could hang out with you once a month. It would be, like, a very scheduled arrangement at that, like, a brunch to where, like, we have to go at a certain hour, you know, that sort of thing. But with, um, you know, you brought up Salt Lake City. We could talk about it for two seconds because really there's only like two seconds. Yeah, there's not much going on there, guys. There are two things I want to know. When are we going to get to the Shaw rested part? Number one. And then number two, when are we going to stop talking about this sister wife thing? Because it's the most cringe shit on the planet. Like it's not even good TV. This is just straight the fuck up cringe. I don't like anything about it. So and I don't even care if it's real or not. I don't want no, to know. No. So the whole, the, did you see that the her niece. niece came out in her I TikTok? Did. I, people are like, no, they're make, she's making that up for clout. No, 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 no. The girl is fine. I went back through her page. Mm-hmm. If she wanted to look for clout, she would have started on episode one when they introduced us to this lady. She waited and let her seemingly get away with this fake storyline situation until it got to be too much for her and she did what anybody I think would do she didn't come off like a salty family member that was like trying to get something out of it I don't know I just didn't get that vibe so I believe that and I I'm there's just nothing going on no there's really not like this Whitney and Lisa and the caterer who gives a who fucking cares? I will and, not. I'm not like, even going to talk about it. I'm not entertaining it. it. Like, uh, like, okay, so we're not entertaining that. I'm not entertaining um, anything to do with this, like, sister wife, like, other baby type thing. Like, I'm 37 years old, okay? I have a five-year-old and a 13, almost 14-year-old. The idea of starting over at 37, I'm exhausted at that idea 
of I'm exhausted like, thinking about it. Thank you. And, and I'm not even anywhere near space. that space. I just, right. this is the thing that people do. It's as if producers have this like storyline in their back pocket to give a housewife that doesn't seemingly have anything going on. They're like, try for another baby. Then why the fuck is she on the Bring up sister wives. I mean, we are in Utah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I think it was just so annoying that annoyed me because I'm like, well, you're new. So you are already coming out the gate phony about it. Weird. I don't even want to get to know you. Like weird. Um, the only one on there that I really am interested in, I think is, I do like Meredith. I like her because I like the way that she's consistent in the way that she is, when she's upset yeah. about something, she is diligent and consistent, but she's not trashy about it. And right. she brings up valid points when she's arguing her side of it. She does. Lisa, I don't mind her. I could, I mean, some, yeah, day, I, some like, episodes I she gets on my nerves. Some episodes I'm like, why are we picking on Lisa? Right. Um, Mary, I think, is just playing up her caricature too much. And I can't tell if she's being authentic or... Okay. I, I love I her. hope that she's being authentic. Because I don't think you could contrast, like when she said, like, I seriously, like it took me out last night when she was like, Whitney invited us to this trip that was two hours away. She was like, that's 60 minutes, two times. I was like, ma'am. <laughs> right. But see, like, I think that that's just like, fine. <laughs> like, I was like, who the fuck? Like, I say that to myself, but like when you're at work and you're like, okay, yeah. It's three o'clock. You're like, I just have to like get through 60 more minutes, two more times before it's five o'clock. Like, like she was really shook at this two hour in a fucking Hummer limo. Like I, and she had heels on heeled snow boots. I love Mary. I'm blocked. I love her. I just, some. I just, sometimes when she's doing these things, I'm like, are you doing this? Are you trying? Like she doesn't come off contrived because she's got a bubbly personality so you can buy it. But nonetheless, Jen, we're all waiting for Jen's arrest for things it's to weird seemingly though. get. Yeah, so we're all why waiting. are we gonna? So why are we? Why not cut a little closer to that? Yeah, and there's had to have been other connecting conversations that were going on while that was happening. You can't stretch that out. Like this is just making people not want to tune in. And then right. what's going to happen is the episode that they will show her arrest, it will be at the end of an episode and it's going to be a to be continued. They're going to drag those ratings onto the next week and hopefully they can carry it. But I don't see it happening. Now we're talking right. numbers. Like, but so that's my two cents on SLC. The, well, I was going to say the other, um, the only other thing that I could say about Salt Lake City is I am more, so I'm excited about the Jen Shaw thing, but I also am excited about like Mary's church, you know, just because anything to do, you know, I'm not saying it is a cult, but I'm just curious to hear like what's going to go on with that. But to me, Salt Lake City is like the crock pot of housewives. It's on a slow simmer and I, I like my attention span is not it's not vibing with the speed of the show it's slow it's very like this would be on the we network like the women's entertainment network this would be like their franchise so if i'm gonna be honest now that we have a peacock <laughs> okay i think we need to take these salt lake cities 
that still seemingly have the viewership, there is interest. It's not that I'm saying I don't want to watch the show right. at all. But like, you canned Dallas. Well, I was going to say, and they're putting... Um, For similar ratings. They're putting Miami on Peacock only. Miami's and they're literally about to drop a trailer for that season any minute because they they wrapped filming a few weeks ago. Did they? Yeah, they've do- oh. they've been done. So I, it, I don't know how they'll drop the episode. So like, I know we're probably going to touch on this maybe lightly, but like the Ultimate Girls Trip, the way they're doing it is they're dropping three episodes at a time. Yeah. I just don't know how many of them we're expected to see for a week's trip. Are you going to watch? It's okay. So they were there for eight fucking days. I'm like, yeah. how much could you have possibly gotten? But the thing was, is the reason why they're saying it was only eight days is because they filmed it differently. So like, for instance, the oh, like house had cameras everywhere. So like, oh, it was oh, almost oh. like a big brother and housewives Gotcha. Yeah, I production. So I think they got more out of it, and they do like those confession. They do their confessionals like in the moment. Oh, good. So kind of like gonna be real like real world, where they go yeah. into like a part of the house and like because I've heard that like Ramona. So, but like, it is like a real world big Big Brother. You know. Yeah, I, I think they're just because they're talking about their experiences being on Housewives, so they're not going to. They're going to talk about it because I think it comes from what I gathered and what I've seen them put out, there's a lot of like issues between like Teresa and Melissa when Melissa was joining and they had that conversation, like where Teresa, I think says like she pushed her contract back and said, if they hire Melissa to come on, I'm not coming on because they never came to me and said that they they were doing it. So I I think, and who was it? I think it was Caroline who talked her out of it and was like, don't, give them that much power by walking away you were here first you you should if anything you should you should sign this contract and come back make sure that the narrative is straight wow it was just things like that they're going to get into so it'll be interesting i will watch it i just don't know how long it's going to run i mean i am then we have bluestone manor that's following i yeah so as of right now i am not going to watch the first ultimate girls trip because I'm so fucking over Ramona Singer that like I just like I just cannot and I don't want to give for the viewers like you know the ratings and shit like I don't want to it hurts my feelings because like obviously I want Kyle to get her ratings and like everybody else to get the ratings but like at the same time they're not struggling like like Kyle's diamond is not endangered like Kenya's peach is not endangered Cynthia already left so who the fuck cares like Obviously, I want to support, but I know Ramona's apple has to be in some sort of danger, which since we're talking about Ramona and like pretty much just going over all the gossip, um, you know, what, so obviously we heard this week that there was, you know, the Diamonds and Rosé book party on Tuesday and allegedly Luann, Ramona, and Leah had a pack to walk out of the Diamonds and Rosé book party when Ebony arrived, and they did, is what is being reported. So I saw this, but I, I'm confused because I saw Leah talk, getting interviewed earlier in the evening, right? Or like... I don't know. Was the that a different line. event? 
I'm confused because I'm like, where was the issue? I thought Leah and Ebony were like. So they have not spoken in like, I think it said six months. They have not spoken in six months. So well, I don't so she know. She did say six months on the interview when he asked her, I think it was Bryce from ET, but he was like, rumor is you haven't talked to like Ebony Mm-hmm. since like whenever and she was like yeah it's just been a lot of traveling and she's been out of town a lot so like yeah and he was like yeah I can read between the lines and she just yeah. like, kind of did a giggle but I'm like what's the problem I don't well so this is the thing and I need to listen to um Amir I did an interview with Ebony on his podcast The Take On um I haven't caught up yet it's been a shit show over here but Apparently they get into it more as to like why Roni didn't have a reunion, why, you know, she and Bethany or not Bethany, excuse me, why she and Leah aren't like on the best of terms. And like, it was obviously kind of like vague, you know, he's not going to like be able to get all of it out of her because I know that they still need to draw viewers in. But I do think it makes sense to me just based on Leah's erratic behavior. And then I did like a little deep diving on her uh, you know I had no idea that she made some like pretty insensitive remarks about the me too movement like she was like shit talking yeah did you know about that oh yes because my one of my um friend on tiktok that does similar content but she does like other stuff too she did a whole deep dive into this because she stumbled upon it and then someone sent her another article Okay. And she, I didn't go through the whole rabbit hole. I got the gist of it, but okay. Yeah. yeah. She, she's, I think the gist of it is, is that she's all, she's not being authentic to what she's saying that her brand is because there's things and she definitely knows that she's been caught up in some shit lately. She took herself too far. And I think she said some stuff that was like, not empowering at the end of the day and it was just kind of like a facade for her brand and so well it's funny that you say that because um Sarah, my friend sarah she's at bravo.bohemian we did the lula rich episode together um she she made a couple things the other day using the married to the mob font and then she put like on merch you know like fake merch obviously she wrote phony on roni because it's kind of true. Like, I think that all of what we've seen of her is kind of bullshit because, okay. So another thing that I read, um, she was giving an interview back in like, I think it was 2018, I guess. Um, like right when she was like first coming, you know, like filming for Roni and whatnot, uh, they were asking her about, you know, her political affiliations and like what she thought of Donald Trump. And she made comments about, you know, I don't think Donald Trump is racist. You know, I think that he plays into his audience and like, he doesn't really think that. And I, and she said something to the effect, like, I can't quote this, but it was something almost exactly identical to, he can't be racist against Muslims because he does business with Muslim people. And it's like, Girl, that's what? the same thing as saying but I have a black friend thank you or like I have a gay friend or a gay brother so like I can't I work with a gay that. person right so yeah I my know. boss is gay so like I obviously cannot be gay yeah. <laughs> like, like when I read that I was like did she really fucking say that like I don't know so 
to me, it seems like, I think you remember last season on Roni, she called Heather Thompson a Karen. I think she's the real fucking Karen. Well, that's, that's kind of what Heather was alluding to. She yeah. was like, this is why I walked away because I saw what she was trying to do. And what you guys probably won't see is that like, there's even more atrocious things that she said and did that I just was like, I looked at production and was just like, I don't want to do this type of show. Like, this is not like, she's taking it to a VH1 level. Like a VH1. You know what I'm saying? Like she was going to do whatever it took. Like bad girls club. (laughs) Yeah. But like, she's going to, she's one of those women that will get on one of these shows get a little bit of feedback that's good it goes to her head and then she thinks that the producers are always just like gearing for her to do something crazy so she tries to deliver every time they film and that's what I got tired of watching this very last season every episode it was like by the end of the episode Leah was gonna be flipping out yeah because why would you not think that it's like what are you doing you have a whole ass company yeah. Yeah. I think like, come on. I like to equate her as the like she's not quite I wouldn't I don't want to like disrespect Marilyn Manson because like I actually do like enjoy like old Marilyn Manson music. Believe it. I'm so all over the board with my music, but I think she tries to have like that Marilyn Manson effect where like it's all for shock value, but she's more on, you know, to bring it back to low budget, like she's more on like the insane clown posse level of like shock value. Like she's just like, you can, she tries so hard and you can see it, I think. And I think that- Girl, let me tell you, like she, Leah is the girl that shopped at Limited (laughs) and Contemporary Casual, got sick of her fake ass bitchy girlfriends and started screwing a guy that worked at Hot Topic and then yeah. woke up one day and was like, I'm fucking woke. Not even Hot Topic. You bitches need to change your shit. Spencer. I'm still the same <laughs> as you, but I look like I give a shit now. So screw you. And she's and just aged well, herself yeah. to a point now where she's like doing the same thing in her adulthood and it doesn't register. And I'm going to say this, the camera picks up inauthentic energy. A hundred percent. Every time, like with Jenny and Dewey the energy there's nothing real that I'm collecting from their exchanges about this other like when Jenny cries about her you know her pregnancy losses and her stillbirth okay that's 100% authentic well that's real and that's That's, that actually happened but this sister wife thing I'm like did you get like this was a reach for a storyline and I think it's like emotionally affecting a lot of people at home who are watching I'm sure who have been in similar situations where like their husband wants more kids Trigger warning hello so like what uh, I don't know it's it's just all very weird with that but like the Roni thing they haven't even started filming um you know Leah is reportedly teaming up with Ramona and Luann which I think that the reason, if it's true, I think the reason that she would do it is because she's finding safety in numbers. And she knows that there's a lot of people who were very against Ebony on the cast, like mm-hmm. on the cast, not so much fan wise, because Ebony has a big fan base, but yeah. like on the cast, it was more people against Ebony than for Ebony. And so if Leah can align herself with, you know, like safety in numbers, 
then I think she thinks that her apple is more protected and like she's not at risk of like losing her job when in reality the fucking viewers are done I'm over it like she can be done and I would be okay with it so that's why another reason why Leah's paying attention to the wrong aspects of how this business works right she should be on Ebony's side because Ebony's the one that's going out and talking about housewives promoting it and speaking about it in a way that makes it seem more high caliber yeah do you know what I'm trying to say? It's not like a but trash fest. No, and she doesn't trash talk anyone. Even Ramona. Yeah. She was literally just on The View and did I not say she did not trash. She doesn't. So the this is the same thing with Garcelle. People were expecting some, I don't know what stereotype they thought was going to come on to the show or what they thought was going to happen. But I think the issue lies in the fact that the Ramonas of the world, even the Luann's, Mm-hmm. are very uncomfortable talking about race color racism privilege because they never in their life i mean first of all this is why luann doesn't want it brought up because she would be a prime example of white privilege well you just and her- that tape of her kicking and punching the cop in the back seat of a car and then her like season one or season two tagline was like, I never apologize for being privileged. <laughs> it's like but exactly. So I'm not saying people can't grow and learn. Right. You know, I don't really believe in yeah. this cancel culture stuff. So no, like if Ramona took things seriously and was like, listen, I'm an asshole. I need to figure this shit out. Right. I would be like, someone would have a seat at their table for you to have that conversation. Right. You could come back. I believe people can grow if they want to, if they want to. But I think the problem is, is like Leah's too concerned with the entertainment and the fame of the show. She wants it to still go on. And I felt it so desperately out of her pores this last season that she was trying to make it something that it really wasn't. Yeah. And now it's backfiring. So I really hope that, you know, I don't hope anyone loses their job, but I do think that they need to rethink new york as a whole i do too i think there needs to be a major shakeup. um i'm sure as we all read uh and i hate even bringing it up but i'm just curious like first of all do you have diamonds and rosé yet or are you like me and you just don't have it yet i want to get it but then i so i've been i i talked about a story that's in the book that uh-huh. has got people up in arms again. Oh God. And I just, then I came to a conclusion and I'm like, I have to consider at the end of the day. Now, will I probably buy it on Audible and have it yeah. play yeah. while I listen to it? Probably. Okay. Am I going to buy a hard copy and sit on my couch and read it? No. <laughs> but, um, and that's a hundred percent honest. Yeah. I mean, same with me. I was going, it's to not going to be like, I'm not sipping a latte and being like, wow, this is really good. Well, I'm going to listen to it in the background and I'll pick up on things that I find to be interesting or maybe, but the things that have come out, I think a, I just, I have a couple mixed emotions. A Andy's publishing house is the one putting this book out. It's also got people that are all directly aligned with being in the book. So I just, I don't know. If it was another publishing house outside of Bravo, Andy, and everyone did this, like 
I would be the first person to pick oh up God, that yeah. and it would be a hard and, copy. and hard copy soft copy yes. audible I'll sleep walk with it on I don't care right yeah 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 but yeah. there's something about it coming from him in the sense of like he directed it in right. my mind how many fucking books did you publish dude but well, like this yeah, was your this is your project Andy let's be clear yeah. 100%. And the other thing that was like weird to me is, and Amir and I talked about this too, the fact checking. Who's fact checking this stuff? Because this shit's like published. And I've got to imagine like, like, okay, prime, the first example that comes to my mind is the Heather Thompson allegations about Sonia involving- I can't. Case. I want to talk about it, but I just can't even- I'm not going to give specifics. If you guys are listening and you don't know what we're talking about, Google it um yeah or it's just like your cat smoking right yep there you go just deduce from that what you will people so look my problem with all of this stuff coming out is like how much of it is confirmed to be true and if it if that incident is true why the fuck is that in a book I don't think that that's like and like, bro- why was that necessary to put in? Right. Like who thought, you know what? This is a really, like, this is hard hitting shit that people are really curious about. No, we, we did not need that. Nobody needed that. It's triggering for people who have dealt with, you know, abuse situations. It's just, it's triggering period. Like to think about that, you're like, what the, what, where, where were you first of all, that this was going on? And then second of all, the other thing the other issue I have with the book is Andy's contributions also. I'm like, why are you guys even asking Andy? Because he's the puppet master of it all. So of Because course- it's his it's his book. Basically. He just asked Dave Quinn to just do the work that he was already doing. Listen, that's the other, that's, this is what went off on, like, it sent signals because I, like, I made the post about this one particular story between, and I'll say it, it's Lisa Renna and LVP and Puppygate. People are so sick of it. Oh my God, right. But here's the thing. I'll get into that. I just, this Dave Quinn just reminded me of, like, Andy Cohen just surfing the web Right. And I know he knows Dave Quinn. So this is not like an right. exact thing. It's almost as if like I went searching for someone smaller that was already doing all the legwork, had already asked the questions in their mind. Right. So I don't need to do any dirt in terms of getting questions together because this person has them. I'm going through their feed. Yeah. They're they're obsessed with Bravo and everything. Right. And then saying, You go, yeah. I'm gonna put you in touch with all the housewives. All of them. And, and that you know, he like, got paid. And you know he got paid. I'm sure he well, got he's getting money from it. But my question is, did these women sign off on these stories? Did Sonia say, yeah, that's yeah, fine. Sure. I'm because sure she did though, because it's Sonia and she probably's oh. like, who gives a shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? And who knows? Know. We don't know if they know. get a small percentage of the royalties. Maybe because for including their of- stories. We don't know that. So I mean, she's probably like, yeah, if I'm getting a penny for each page. Yeah, because there's a lot of salacious shit going on in that book. Like, you know, aside from the Sonia thing, the, and I actually, like, now that it was broken down the way that it was in the book, the Bethany, Tom, Luann, that whole thing. Wow. Okay. And I understand Bethany is a little on the problematic side, you know, like for a lot of people. 
personally, she is, if she was still an active housewife, depending on her temperament, I suppose. But when she left, she was it for me. Like she and Lisa Renna were it. Like those two, like my total queens. You knew they were going to bring it. Right. She, she understands the assignment and that's what, and people were like, oh my God, it's so fucked up for Bethany to have done that. Was it fucked up? Absolutely. Because it's actually somebody's like emotions and they're like, she was marrying this dude, but like, obviously he was a philanderer anyhow. Like he was obviously hitting up strange behind Luann's back. Probably anyway, you know, I'm, this is only speculative, but I think that, um, you know, the whole breakdown of it was, was brilliant when they were like, when Bethany said, give me something to drink. I need something to drink. And they handed her a bottle of skinny girl. Like the whole thing was so, it was beautiful, honestly. Like what a moment. (laughs) The thing is though, and what we, we were not going to know, we don't know if, if Bethany knew the whole time that Luann was just using this guy as a fucking storyline to lock in a few seasons for an apple. So in her mind, she's like, oh, bitch, please. Who you cares? Really and she about has- his ass. Exactly. So you know what I'm saying? We have a show to make. Let's go. Let's do it. That's the way I look at it. And you know what? I would take the same approach because no one on there is sharing their real relationship give me a break no no not anymore especially give me a break. Bethany, like after what you're she literally going on that. like tinder to find people right to just be like be my boyfriend for a season for, yeah just for like look we've got like at least three episodes weeks. yeah like we've got 16 weeks of filming like if you could just pop in and out you know every like Sutton's boyfriend, we only saw him like two or three times, and he didn't say shit. So like, we don't really even need he to broke talk. Up with her. <laughs> Bless her heart. I do love Sutton. I but, was like, wondering though. She doesn't. He didn't strike me as someone that would be her. Like she needs like a. She needs a Spitfire. We need, need to find her someone. Not yeah, we do. That. You know what? We should start like a little service, like scour like the streets for money makers. I mean, there's a shit ton of them over here lately. But no, like the whole, that, that was the only story that I actually enjoyed reading. And oh, I mean like the Brooks cancer, you know, like when they delved into that, because I'm rewatching old Orange County right now to prepare for the new season, because I stopped watching uh, season 14 because like Kelly Dodd was fucking just, I couldn't handle it. So I stopped watching. Right. So I'm like watching old ones. I just got done with the Iceland episode the other day, like Vicky coming down with the EMTs with like the, like, that will never get old to me. But the whole book in general, if, if I were, you know, being accused of like a cat smoking situation, bitch, don't think I would not be filing like a libel lawsuit. Like, That's what I'm saying. I think they either had. Paid. Yeah, there's Somebody's something there. Yeah, like, really, who wants that information in someone else's book? Wouldn't right. that be in her memoir? Right, and that's also another reason we don't need the hard copy, Giorgio. I don't need that on my coffee table. And like, what if some no. stranger who's like honestly not in our Bravo world and they shit on us for our Bravo world anyway? They open it just so happenly to like that page, and they're like, "Okay, this is why I can't fuck with your guys." This shows. is why I can't take yes. you seriously because right. this is the type of content you're ingesting. Right, it's like. like I can't respect the shit that you're obsessed with because honestly, it's disturbing. Like, look at this caption from the book and you're like, okay, wait, I can explain that. And they're like- Well, first of all, I have to say, I 
now that I've been in the corporate world for quite some time, I will say that you need, if you don't go to the University of Housewives, oh, you can't make it through a meeting. You can't. You, you gotta can't pay, make it. You gotta play the long game. You gotta be. You gotta play the long game. Yep. And you, you know, gotta, everyone is playing the short game here. Oh, you gotta play the one long season game. quitters. Especially if you want a promotion, ever, honey. You gotta know. You can't just you play the long game. Yeah, you gotta play the long game. It's not a short game. It's not like a oh, I'll just like show up and do my job and go. No, honey, that's not. Like you have to show up, like double snap, like all of that extra.com kiss ass, talk shit, do things like, uh, and that's another reason why, um, me and corporate America don't vibe, which is funny because Alyssa and I went over my birth chart on my episode last week, um, star at stars X Bravo and basically like she called me out like because I had told her I was like read me honey like tell me (laughs) tell me all about it I don't care if it's embarrassing and she's like so you're like really not into like following the rules like the right way um like corporate America is like not for you I was like yeah I definitely don't get a boner working from nine to five like if anything I like sit in my car and cry on my lunch break (laughs) like anytime I'm working corporate America because I go in and out you know like Yeah, yeah, yeah but I don't know. It just seems like you said somebody's being paid. Um, I was surprised there wasn't more from Potomac, like at least that's been leaked anyway. But I think because most of the Potomac women, you know, to circle it back over to the East Coast, like one of the things that I love about Potomac so much is, yeah, they talk shit, but they talk shit to your fucking face like they'll say whatever they're oh, saying yeah they don't wait until their confessionals they'll add oh, to it in the confessional sure. but you heard the the, the actual sentiment in your face where it's exactly. confronted immediately short after exactly so, yeah no i mean they definitely there's that's why like with beverly hills because now we need to like talk about erica oh because you know part two really got people in the middle again yeah it did it did and I think I mean what did you think so because you I think tell us what you think I think after and I know this is actually an unpopular opinion after reading like several posts um the morning after the second episode aired everybody's you know oh my god like I feel bad like I think I you know judged her prematurely and you know, I really don't think she did it now, or I'm really questioning it. And I was sitting at home feeling like the total polar opposite where I was like, this, if I was her lawyer, I would be like, you stupid fucking bitch. Like you just made yourself like 10 times more guilty, but it's like small nuanced things. Like it's nothing big that's going to stand out unless you're like paying super close attention to it. Number one, her body language is very like, um, contrived it's contrived like she's sit- she's sitting like a fucking prop doll okay there's no looseness to her butt so it reads as uncomfortable off the bat and very scripted because when think about when you go to a job interview right are you like sitting back like you know just no sitting on the couch yeah, you know, yeah. like, you're you're sitting up with like perfect posture your neck is elongated you know, and that's, and your hands are flat at your sides. And that's exactly how she's sitting. So her body language to me, number one, read for shit. 
Whereas in the first episode, she's kind of leaning in more, but when they were directing, when everything was directed towards her, that's when she stiffened up like so quickly. And then the whole um, declaration of, you know, I gave all my paychecks to Tom. Why? Because you've been on this bus of, oh, Tom's mental health has been on a rapid decline for three years now, okay? For three years, that's bitch, that's when you've been clocking the most coins, okay? That's when you got your little shoe deal, your book deal, your Chicago deal. That's when your coins were like, your money was getting long for, you know, like a regular person, like shit. If somebody was like, you can have $600,000 a year, like you and I would shit our pants. Like that's like more money than we've ever had in our lives, right? So, she, but- independently she hadn't done that before okay no she wants to say that she didn't you know didn't have access to the money okay fine i understand maybe that's the situation but do i think like number one when you get a physical check like if her name wasn't on the account she's signing them over to tom whose mental health is like rapidly declining i don't think so or what or is it an instance, though, because it's not that Tom himself was taking the, the check, right? It's not like it was a traditional, like, I think in that space, it was, so this is where I do believe that she, I don't think she was turning it over willingly. I think that was part of the agreement. I think in order, because let's be clear, Tom is the reason why Erica got on the show. Right, correct. So I think the agreement was she had a couple things she needed to keep in mind while doing the show. And it became very clear in that episode because even in her book, you can tell she embellished. So we can't use her book as fact because it's not a real memoir in that case. Because clearly you weren't in control of the checkbook. You were just telling people where to go collect their check. And I think what Tom was doing was he wanted her to go out and make those deals because it was more money for him to funnel back in to be able to manage it and and do what he needed to do. But I don't think he was doing it. I think he had his firm in the accounting department deal with all that stuff. And maybe, yes, does that remove her from the, the situation? Because to your point, you could be, if you're saying he was in a mental decline for the last three years, then- wouldn't you start when when you get all these deals come in wouldn't you be like calling the accountant just checking to be like right like tell me where where i'm at or okay no you can't okay hello like was it like that erica where you could you not show up at the the firm but then you know you hear little tidbits like kyle i feel like is a vault Mm -hmm. for a lot of erica's crap and she's just playing dumb because at the reunion when yeah. she's talking about when we would go to dinner and and Mo would get the check and she'd be like, oh, I wish Tom would do that. Like, yeah. So one of the other things with you know in regards to like how Erica's portraying her finances to be right, you know, like when Andy was like, well, why not leave sooner? If you've known about these affairs for years, why not leave sooner? And she's like, well, my names weren't on any of the accounts. And most people know this just kind of like from either watching movies or TV or whatever they are experienced career-wise or whatever, um, that if you are married, 
and you go to file, like if she, let's pretend she went to file for divorce in 2017 or 2018, even let's just say like when her book launched, right? Let's say she goes to file for divorce then. The first thing that a lawyer would do, or one of the first things, since there aren't any children to argue over, would be like, hey, bro, like, we're going to need her assets from your account that only has your name in it. Like, like they would, because that was prior to Tom being sued by 99 different people. So it wouldn't even be a matter of, okay, well, she can't have her money. It would have been, okay, like, we'll divvy up the funds. We'll give you your little divorce and like, you can keep moving. So I thought it was bullshit when, you know, when Andy asked her like, you know, why didn't you leave? And she answered with that stupid, where was I going? It's like, where was I going? Yeah. And bitch, anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Like, hello, I've figured things out on like $60,000 a year. I'm pretty sure you can figure shit out on $600,000. Totally. And that part, I don't buy the whole, like this, this got my goat. When he asked her, so then if you didn't have access to the money, how are you able to move out, secure a place to live, get a car? And she goes, I can't disclose that, but I can tell you it was within legal bounds and it was, you know, I just can't like talk about. So like, what the hell was that? I was gonna say, I kick myself seriously, like fucking daily for not submitting this question to Tom or to Tom, to Andy when Andy, you know, posted his tweet about like, send me all your questions for Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. Because I think Andy either missed the mark and like totally overlooked this fact or didn't know about this fact, which I find hard to believe, but maybe, you know, it's possible. Erica's fucking landlords of her $9,600 a month little casita are fucking attorney friends of Tom. Is that a coincidence? Are we supposed to believe that that's just, oh, well, coincidence. What would so you are know? They, are they funneling the money to pay for it? Who knows? Because hiding money is really fucking easy when you know a lot of people who already have a bunch of money because then it just blends in. As somebody who used to work in financial crimes and deal with money laundering and stuff like that, if you already have a bunch of money in your account and you're just getting more money from like, you know, LLCs or as long as it's, and even some international, you know, like Cayman Islands or Nassau, Bahamas or whatever, like obviously those trigger, um, those will trigger your accounts to be looked at by, you know, the BSA department of your financial institution. And as you know, if you're somebody, if you're a high roller and you've got wires coming in and out of your account, like on the regular you could easily make that undetectable. So if they have enough people, you know, because, you know, like I'm not shitting on law enforcement entirely and I'm not shitting on lawyers entirely, but we both know that those professions hold a good number of employees who are totally okay with doing shady shit if they're going to get paid under the table for it. Absolutely. So I don't think that, but I just wish that Andy would have been like, or maybe he couldn't ask her because that is a really fucking direct ass question to be like, oh, well then why is your landlord one of like an attorney who Tom is like on record being friends with for years? Like 
Because at the end of the day, they don't want it off to the point where she's not going to come back and or be as open. So they got to teeter the fence. I think Andy knows that she's full of shit in a lot of this. Yeah. Which I think we get to see more of, apparently, because, I mean, they do get into an intense situation. Because I think, you know, it's a lot. I just, I think people... I think the people that are on the fence are people that feel like I could have been in that place or my husband controls it. So I think that mindset kicked in and triggered a lot of people. And they're like, wait, maybe we're being too hard on her now because we didn't get this much from her. Honestly, we didn't get this much from her in terms of answers. All season. She didn't do any press. Nope. This is her first time getting full answers that isn't spliced and diced by the producers to try to make it look something that it isn't so it's just interesting it's I it just feels so fake like she's very prepped and rehearsed for sure right well I read that they spent like two weeks coaching her like her lawyers did like before the taping of the reunion came out so I don't know I'm just I'm, I'm I'm sad that you know since we're talking about reunions and stuff I'm sad that obviously Beverly Hills is about to be like done, which we're going to need like a support group recovery, like zoom session for everybody. Who's going to be like feeling a giant void in their lives. Um, but also they're filming public. currently. So I know. they're in, already well, they starting in, to come out. They were in Florida this weekend. Don't think my mind was like, girl, just drive down to Miami. Just do it. <laughs> they all went down for my for Garcelle's event, but yeah. she, she didn't post any pictures with them. So I wonder who of no, the Sutton um, was there. She posted with Sutton. She posted with, there was somebody else that she posted with too. Oh no, she posted with the Real Housewives of Miami. The Alexa, Alexa. Yes. Yeah, she posted with her. So yeah, I think it was only Sutton that went to this event um but no this I'm must just, be when she's still on the outs with like because they just literally are picked up I mean this is crazy but so no it's not I mean we won't be able to watch it every week but we'll have a lot to talk about for sure because they are not sure. letting this down no and like I'm obviously sad that Potomac is coming to an end for this season I because I've really enjoyed this season like I liked the fact that there wasn't like super deep shady shit like Candace's comments about Mia's mom were, you know, upsetting. It was as heavy as it got. It was just heavy. And like, I did appreciate though. And I actually said, I was like, I think she's being authentic. Candace's apology seemed authentic to me. It did seem, it did, it it did read as authentic to me. So like, honestly, like, I don't hate Candace. She's not my favorite, but I am as of right now leaving this season, like just happy. Like, there yeah, was it seems any, like they'll be like, able to close it up, you know, yeah. like they'll be able to mend those, at least for the time being. It, right. And it was just a really well-produced season, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Everybody seems to be like in kind of a good place. Like Giselle is dating, you know, Robin and Juan are building their house. Karen and Ray are renewing their vows. What's your take on G? On who? Gordon. Oh, the tongue i can't listen i've met so in my days working in beauty and fashion there was always there was always a mia if you oh, will that you came across and they were always married to a g you know like they don't mean any harm no they're they just are funny as funny. shit 
they are funny as hell they are very (laughs) horny and they just are cool they don't they're down for whatever like they're like you want to like i've had some that are just they they don't care they just want to be around people they just want their wife to be happy yeah because that means they'll get more action right I like, that's what I get from him. I don't find him to be like creepy. Weak. Like I wouldn't be afraid of him if I was like, which I don't think I don't, they are. No, he's a little skeevy. Don't get me wrong. Like I think, I think he'll probably dial it back. So I'm like, I totally. think he's going to be like Gordon, like this tongue thing, like save that for me and my lady parts, like not the other ladies of the group. Like, <laughs> like keep your talents to yourself, sir. Um, but I, Mia, I think was a great addition. I would even like Ascala to be a housewife. I want Ascala as full-time next season. Thank you. With her fashion. Hello. She that earned bitch that dress. shit. She can. That bitch can She was dress. bringing the questions to Giselle though. It, she is. And I loved when she, <laughs> she made me laugh when like Giselle and Robin were being reasonably shady and sneaking out of the house. And she was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm sneaking out of my mom's house. Like I would have felt the same way. <laughs> like, cause it was so cringe. I was like, girls, just look, I know that this room is not it, but like, don't fucking leave at midnight. Like, that's no, Giselle funny. came long enough to get her check so she could be she in the episode. She and that did. Was and, but like, I honestly, I like that Karen and Giselle like moved past this like Ray dying mo- you know, moment and have you know they're not bff i don't want them to be no but i think they'll be able to find their way and i think that was that is their thing i think they're always going to have that banter for sure it's just it's very like classic old school um and then you know it i don't know i i just feel like it was a great season we didn't see a lot of ashley's husband which for a reason last night was more than i ever wanted to see ever in my whole Entirely. I don't like the sexy times. I don't not just because it's like, Michael. I don't like when they show that because I find it to be so not real because it's like, like you guys like, are staging this. You guys aren't even really gonna stay there that and like, then, you guys didn't just leave the room, like, come on. Come on, right, come on. And then okay, I think we can all agree that like bathtub moments, like like the lap moments. Like we, Bravo, we could do all the way without that. If I want to see people in a bathtub naked together, I'm on Pornhub. I'm not on Bravo because like, these are people I watch weekly. And honestly, like, I don't want to think about Michael Darby naked fucking ever. Ashley Darby, I could think about her naked a lot because she's fucking hot. But Michael Darby, no, thank you. It's a no, never. Immediately, no. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately, no. I'm like, it's a hard pass, honey. Like, not even Never. in my darkest days. Never. I, not I even by accident. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, not even a clickbait. Like, my noobs, I don't care. <laughs> but like, if you know. like it, I love it. I don't need to see it. I don't want to think about it. I, you that's know. my point. I hate those sticky little, like, when they try to show us that they're a couple and they're like into each other. It's like, this is not it. Go to dinner, yeah. go on a trip together, have some drinks. You can like, kiss and do all that cuddly shit, but yeah. when you do a scene in the tub together, bye. I'm that's not watching really this. Over. And then I'm always like, did production see your butthole? Like, Absolutely, because no, that's how dumb you guys are that you guys yeah. are going to put this act on and then nothing happens. Desperado. I can't with that. Like, I always think of, and I love Eddie and Tamara, but I always think of Eddie and Tamara's like cringe 
bathtub scene. No. Like it, right? Like you're so uncomfortable. Like I'm not reliving that. Right <laughs> I'm like itchy. I can't. I don't I, like, like that stuff on reality TV. It's so weird. It's so cringe. But um, for everybody who doesn't know where to find you, can you tell us where to find you? Yes, I am on TikTok at Giorgio Says. And I also do have a podcast, although I need to do some catch up because I am nowhere near where you are in this like scheme of things. I'm way behind, oh, but I'm working on it. Yeah, so that's cool. So yeah, Giorgio Says on TikTok is where you guys can find me for sure. And Georgia is going to teach me how to make these little TikTok things. Yes, you need to. I know. I I really said, I think I'm going to try my first one. You have a page. So you just I need have- to like, why can't you take these moments into like 60 second thoughts and just post it? That's, that's what I need. I'm learning. Just to do, do it. You're I'm don't be that, that you don't need Matt to edit for you. You can do all of that. It's 60 seconds, 15 seconds or three minutes. I love that. Okay. I look, I'm going I'm to, gonna, I'm going to do, do you, do you learn from PowerPoints? Yeah. I will do. Actually, no, I can do a tutorial video. I'm going to do a tutorial of how I do one of mine. You should make a TikTok on how to make TikTok. <laughs> I'm going to do it on my personal account. Okay. And then I'm going to send it to you because no, it could be a thing because I think maybe there's a lot more people that are just that intimidated. I, you don't need to do all this fancy stuff. I only okay. use the same the green same screen to do the okay. picture behind me. And that's it. You just, you pull up whatever, but I'm going to show you that. how to do it because I need to have you on there. Well, and I need you to start recording some more episodes. Like, I'm yes. And I think, I it. think this has inspired me to record another episode and have you on because I want to ask you some questions and I want to do a deep dive with Erica. And I think you would be the perfect person to do it with. So I would love there that. you have it guys. Love that. So follow at Giorgio says on TikTok and Instagram and subscribe to his podcast, wherever you stream your podcast. Thank you so much, Giorgio, for coming. I had the best time. I love you. And we will do this soon on your podcast. Oh, we're going to do it very soon. Like maybe I'll DM you about dates this weekend. Like actually tomorrow. Actually, I need to get this done. (laughs) Can you stay on? I'm just joking. Right. You're like, actually, okay, today I, I, I lied. All right, guys. Love you. I'll talk to you soon. See ya.